Welcome to another episode of Unicorn on the 4th of July. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex, Alpha Alex, and Jenna. How are y'all this week? Excited that I'm now in the ranks of best people. Yeah, yeah, you made it. Hell yeah. So you've been demoted is what you're saying, because before you were the greatest people of all time, and now you're just best. You know, honestly, that's fair. I'm excited because now um, with this with this volume of Unicorns of Valinor, I have been introduced a character that I feel comfortable shipping uh, instead of the oh, weird yeah. romantic overtures of unicorn and girl, <laughs> which is still I mean, really the size of her on the cover. <laughs> I think we're getting there. It's really. <laughs> It's really strong, you guys. Like, I was, I'm really worried that, like, this is just, like, I'm weird. But, like, I'm getting, there's so much romantic overtone. Yeah. <laughs> there is. There is. I I really assumed you were gonna, like, mention that I had just miss, missed, like, a whole lot of subtext about Finn and Red and all. <laughs> no. That, that was the, the, the ship that I thought we were going to now. Then. Redfin. The kid and the other unicorn. Red, oh, mm, Redfin mm, has to worse. be the name of the ship. Yeah. It has the to. other is Finnel. It works too well. Finnel is not a good <laughs> ship name. Isn't like Redfin an apartment hunting website? Yeah. I know Redkin okay. is a hair product company. Yeah, also yeah. that. Redfin, also tuna. That's is bluefin. Redfin, bluefin, one bluefin. <laughs> Bluefin or yellowtail? Red redfin is not a tuna. Did I just make that up? Uh, there's bluefin tuna. Redfin you're, tuna. You're a bluefin tuna. Oh no! You found bluefin my animorphs tuna. fan fiction. For <laughs> <laughs> I am a bluefin tuna. What? Oh my god! Please, I, can you just give me a quick morph sequence of you to bluefin tuna, please? <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. A there's a red tuna and this thing is nine feet in length that's a that's lot what I, of that's what that's I, a lot of sashimi that's what i was talking about red tuna. that's what i said that's y'all a just, big y'all boy. all misheard me it's just yeah no yeah we definitely misheard we you saying just red tuna <laughs> is redfin not a fish is there not a redfin something fish i mean i only know the the realty app I'm going to look it up. I'm going to search. Don't so- trust Jenna's Google. Redfin pickerel is a subspecies of freshwater See? fish belonging to the pike family. There's also a European perch, which has red fins. Aw. That's what I said. I said pickerel. I can't help it that y'all heard tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are so yeah. easy mm-hmm. to mix up. 
<laughs> it's your southern accent. It's really hard to understand. Pickerel and tuna really sound the same thing. They sound exactly the same if you're from anywhere south of Mason Dixon. It's true. So we read book four of Unicorns of Balinor. What? This Hell one, yeah. yeah. This one was called "By Fire by Moonlight," which is a hell of an '80s like album name. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna tell you what happened in this book very, very quickly. Adelana can't see in the FaceTime pool, so she goes to see the old mayor to get caught up on the latest gossip about Ari. Ari took the scepter out of Balinor, which has messed up the balance of the deep magic. Snake Lady lets Ari know that she has to pass two tests to fix it. Ari and Chase have to go to Dredia and do a flame challenge. They meet an annoying kid named Finn. He also hates the shifter. They have to race an evil unicorn named Malort <laughs> over a bunch of fl- flaming jumps. <laughs> and Finn is helping on Rednall, which feels like a trap. Like, I super didn't trust that. But he helps because Atlanta came to him in a dream. Malort and their shadow rider cheat a bunch with, like, maces and fireballs and stuff. Uh, but Arianche still win the Silver Rose. Finn and Rednall guide them to a cave, which takes them to an amazing tropical beach. But then Ari has to dive against some tail-bladed people. But she ends up grabbing the rose and is going to drown. But Chase shows up and swims her the rest of the way. Chase and Ari and Finn and Rednall have to reverse Fellowship of the Rings over a mountain and snow and all that kind of stuff back to find the Dawnwalker. And Lori was actually happy for once. That's my recap of this book. I like that. Yeah. It was a good recap. Yeah. I liked it when you called the unicorn Malort. <laughs> I forget yeah. what his actual name was. Moloch. I just kept calling him Malort in my head. It's Malort. It, it's it's Moloch. What is it? Moloch. <laughs> but like Moloch is like, yeah, he's evil, I guess. Malort is like, I can feel the spewing Elmwood. Moloch. Moloch, because I remembered it was like the cartooniest villain unicorn name I could think, like I could think of. <laughs> yeah, it was never not Malort in my head. I mean, given <laughs> given all of our experience with Malort. Hey, now speak for yourself. Didn't someone immediately taste it and then throw up upon tasting it? Yes. 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 Okay. Listen, she was already very drunk. So it should have helped as stomach medicine. Oh, there were other factors at play there, too. Nothing helps you sober up like rocketing all of the alcohol you drank all night into a trash can. (laughs) That's true. Oh, you made it to a trash can? Nine people talking about how gross this stuff was. (laughs) And then Jenna's like, I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. It's pretty good. Jenna over here keeping Malort in business. (laughs) Fuck yeah. It's Jenna and Scott. They're my... Yeah, Scott's a big Malort guy. Uh, we we I was supposed to try the Malort last time I was over at. Uh, oh, he kept Alex's putting it out Scott's. on the counter for you. I know, and I forgot. I Why didn't you it, try it? Self preservation. That's a good. I'm going to use that next time. Yeah. yeah. I can't it's have any. I have it. ADHDs. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did y'all think of the book? Did y'all like the book? Because I did. I like this one a lot. I thought this one was fun. I like this one a lot. <laughs> uh, yes, decidedly. Very, very good. 
Anytime, like, my screen stops, I look like I've been murdered. But Jenna gets, like, she spent, like, three hours at the mall getting a photo shoot done. I don't know. The highest compliment! She spent three hours at the mall! Yeah, you meant... I would not look that good after being at the mall for three hours. Tim knows nothing but 80s montage makeovers. Yeah, Yeah. right? Tim saw Taylor Swift on the cover of Vogue and thought, wow, she spent four hours at the mall. mall. Oh my god. They had the the glamour shots place at the mall. Actually, Alpha Alex gets me. That's exactly what that is. That's my 80s montage. Yeah, I I know exactly exactly to what you refer because I too watched Pretty Woman. Like... Oh my god. I too have seen insert every 80s movie ever. There's always that one scene where they come out of the dressing room and then their friends shake their head and then they come out in another outfit and their friends shake their head and then they come out in increasingly dumber outfits until they come out in one okay outfit and then they nod their heads and put their thumbs up while like some schlocky pop song plays over it. Oh, man. You want to know how I know this? Because that's how life is narrated in my head. It's just a series I, I of you 80s what I movie tropes. I gotta tell you like what I pictured, though, when you said I, too, have seen Pretty Woman. And it was Tim and you in Alpha <laughs> Comics and Games, where everyone should go, <laughs> and you go to hold out a comic book to him, and then turn out what I <laughs> <laughs> He laughs and throws his head back. <laughs> See, at least it's I at wanna... least it's it's two like floppies and not me just like slamming an yeah. omnibus shut on his hand. <laughs> no, that's what I need. Two D D want... books, the biggest ones you have. <laughs> I want to to make just a video clip to the last like I don't know three minutes of audio of this podcast where it's just me trying on different clothes and the three of y'all just shaking your head no. <laughs> And then me and Alex at Alpha Comics doing the Pretty Woman. Bit. Perfect. That will in no way <laughs> confuse oh. everyone. Like the, the listeners are gonna go. Are are they starting an ARG? Like, is something happening? Because I don't understand yes. this. But like, what if we did though? Well, I think we should. I think we should too. It probably should be after Welcome Home because I don't think anyone's gonna be paying attention to anything until that's over. What if it's a live show at Dragon Con? A live oh. show ARG? What if? I don't know the specifics Isn't that yet, just called but... a scavenger hunt? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Look under your seats. One of you is the chosen one. Oh, it's me! You will be sacrificed. Aw. <laughs> I'd be so excited. <laughs> your sacrifice will appease Sugarfoot. <laughs> yeah. We just wheel out this giant boiling pot of water. Like cutting carrots and throwing. No, what we do is we bring (laughs) out the tiniest little baby mule and let it bite them into pieces, and that's the sacrifice. (laughs) Oh no! And it would too, though. Listeners, you were not there for when Alex was describing her interaction with the cutest creature ever known to man. Mm Hmm. Yeah, Professor Pickles. He's he's kind of the best. Die for Professor Pickles. I'm not even mad that Professor mm-hmm. Pickles bit you. Like I would be <laughs> no, me under either. every circumstance, no. but like his little face. Uh, yeah. Listen, 
I got him back when I started jousting off of him and <laughs> I smacked him right in the ass with the joust pole. And oh, he like, no. he didn't buck, but he just put his head down and I had to fully like bear hug. Like, don't throw me because like, there's nothing. There's, there's <laughs> nothing. It was just mule and then nothing. <laughs> As I sit on this mule before the vast expanse. <laughs> So speaking of mules and the disproportionate cover of Unicorns of Balinor, uh, listeners, you are not here for this, but if you ever look at the cover of By Fire, By Moonlight, the proportions of the art are distressing at best. It's true. I don't, I don't understand. If you had to say. Mm. Eldritch? There's no, (laughs) there's no way that that lady on the front of the ship doesn't talk. There's a lot of that's like, Lori. They just they yeah, killed Alder. Killed Lori Carmichael. I also they also gave the 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 lady face on the front of the ship like a unicorn horn, and I can't I can't quit looking at. Oh, it. Oh, they kind of did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how yeah. on purpose that was. That's all I can see. It's. Uh, Lori Ship Unicorn Head. Also, Lori Ship Unicorn Head is my next D&D character. <laughs> so I'm very upset that the um, the cover on the Kindle version is uh, just a unicorn. The cover on the Kindle just... version looks like it was made by a 13-year-old in DeviantArt. It does. It does, in fact, do that. And, and it probably was, to be perfectly honest. You don't have the, like, <laughs> magical... <sighs> so much better and so much more horrifying why 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 legs so long on kindle cover why why legs so long why so many joint (laughs) why so many why move how do hold on let me see the let me see the kindle cover again why does it have so so many joints oh no it does oh that's really upsetting now that you point it out it's got human in a long leg costume (laughs) yeah it really does this is Kate it, Beckinsale in her horse costume, is what it is. They call me Hamlet. Do you guys know? McJoints. Do you guys know about that? Hamlet's <laughs> <laughs> McJoints. That's a. Oh, no. Somebody write that down. That's a great. I, can we do great like a D&D campaign? Like just a one shot of all the characters we just came up with now? <laughs> oh, Alex. I, I came up with one just a few minutes ago. Mine is going to be named Nick. And then his last name is Titating Membranes. <laughs> I hate this so that's much. terrible. He simply must, though. <laughs> it's terrible. So, when when I first looked at that unicorn, I didn't I didn't give it a whole lot of look. So I didn't notice the joints. I was just like, "Hey, it's a unicorn." And then, like you pointed out, the joints, and now it's a Silent Hill. <laughs> to me. Like that's all I can see. That is exactly what it yeah. is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Pyramid Gore. Uh, so the other. <laughs> oh. He's... I don't oh. like Pyramid Gore. Pyramid Gore. <laughs> I don't like. I've got questions on pyramid corn. Actually, speaking it's of, it's just a horse with the tiny. I'm pyramid so mad. I'm so happy that you actually said that because when we were talking about how the town that they're in has like endlessly burning coal pits, I went, "Oh, it's Silent Hill." <laughs> that was like a legitimate thought. So the fact that that got tied up in a nice little bow brings symmetry to my universe, and for me, balances the magic. My only thought was this is an environmental disaster. <laughs> I feel very uncreative. See, my whole thing was that, like, I've started saying, well, this really balanced my magic. If something, like, it's really, like, brings something full circle or brings me joy. 
Like, yeah, this... I'm gonna just announce, like, this brought the scepter back to Valinor. God, that sounds almost like a like a horrible euphemism. Like, we're referring to something that cannot be spoken of. Why does the scepter need to have a personality, by the way? Valinor! <laughs> Wait, what? Valinor! The scepter can... Did I say Valinor? No, I didn't! <laughs> Because we were talking about the scepter, and I was like, that's a dick, obviously, in this euphemism. <laughs> I don't like what that it has a personality, though. I just, just as a side I note, either. I don't like that it has a personality. It takes Not some, everything needs it. to talk. No, I think it should. It's, it's, it, it doesn't need to be sarcastic. It's a magic no, how, item. No, no, do you know how unfrustrating it is to deal with something that you can just ask a question to, a very specific question, and it answers it? This was my favorite character. I, every time she's like, I hate it, how it answers only what I ask. I'm like, that, I, that's all I've ever fucking wanted, okay? Everyone with ADHD goes, where can I get one? Get it. Alex, like, are you the scepter to which I would ask a question about? <laughs> and you know what it would say? It would say, yes, I am. Fantastic! I have a specific question about the sequence of events I have to do to get to Balinor at this point. Can you assist me with a guided step-by-step program? Alex over here using the magic scepter as a map quest. (laughs) Will you print these up for me one at a time with a map at the bottom? (laughs) Turn left at the horrifying burning coal pits. Yeah, I mean, come on. She went to a room with a thousand doors. And there wasn't even like a, it's the fourth one on the right. That's, come on. What are we doing? Also, uh, as a regular member of the Lori Carmichael uh, Appreciation uh, Committee, I am here for the character growth that has been shown in this book. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. As usual, I would die for Lori Carmichael. I love her so much. Uh, And everyone who hates her is wrong. So I feel like it's going to blow up in the next couple of books, though, when she finally learns that she's been out of the real world for like, I don't know, like eight minutes. Oh, yeah. And that she never had to go back the second time. Like, she's going to lose her shit when that happens, and I'm waiting for it. I don't think she genuinely felt like she had to go back because she'd be grounded. Like, I think she went back for herself. Look. And Toby. And and Toby. I think you're just Mm -hmm. trying to see the good in people. And it's not there. When I was the age that I was reading these books... If you had ever had, like, any time there was a media that was like children whisked away to a magical world and they were always like, we got to get home. My response was, why? Why? (laughs) You are in a magical world where you can wear knee-high boots and tunics. Why do you care? There's nothing back there. There's nothing. There's nothing. The only person there is David redacted. My childhood bully who was mean. I don't want to go back to him. I don't want to go back to Tess and school and not knowing that I had actual problems making friends because I was neurodivergent. We didn't know what that was at the time. Like, (laughs) no, I want to go where I'm a special chosen one and can talk to and hang out with unicorns. Second point to your extremely good, and I agree with all of them, first point, the face cloths there are probably very soft, magically so. Agreed. That eliminates yeah. two problems. Also, David Redacted is a badass bully name. Yeah, David Redacted. For my well, 80s. Well, it's because I'm, yeah. I'm certain that he's in prison or something. And the last thing that I want <laughs> is for, like, 
his buddies to he- listen to this podcast because they very clearly would uh, and be like, wait, <laughs> is that our David? Were you mean to David. this person? No, we all know what happened to David. He got turned into a rat and left on an uh, island, yeah. right? Either that or yeah. he became my minion because Anonymous Alex, David redacted. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh my god. I did also just add his name to um, my new list of one-shot characters. Yeah, David so redacted. Yeah. So, wait, if we ship David and Alex, would that make them Anonymous redacted? Oh, oh, I like that. Hell yeah. I don't Me know. Too. I feel that's like that's my one-shot character. I feel like the yeah, theme you, you, name, you, though, would be like <laughs> Top Secret. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. But we could call we could call her Annie for short. Her full name is Anonymous Redacted. I like it. <laughs> so it's Henri. Henri. <laughs> uh, also, again, I, sh- they're shippable things in this book, which, you know, I'm just... Just saying. I've Heck got yeah. thoughts. And I'm just I'm just very glad that we have introduced like more age appropriate like characters that are not unicorns. <laughs> the weird romantic energy yes. between people and unicorns in this book distresses me very much. But like I, I don't know if I want Ari and Finn to be a thing or Lori and Finn. Oh, I'm Team Lori Finn. <gasps> I too am Team Lori Finn. Yeah, I'm Lori Finn. Loin? Would that be their ship? Loin? Lynn? No. Flory. 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 Okay, yeah. I like yeah. Because, like, Cause, like there, is a, there is a case to be made for Ariana and Lori, but I feel like Ariana's just too exasperated with Lori's nonsense no. all the time, and that just doesn't make them very shippable. Yes. I, I think that Lori has a definite kind of nonsense, and Finn has a definite kind of nonsense. And I would enjoy their nonsense together. Compatible nonsense. But I am always going to be here for uh, enemies to lovers. I just think. Valid. Well, yeah. Fair. Yes. But it's less enemies and more like, God, you are such a useless person. It's it's contempt. (laughs) It's you can't come back from contempt to lovers. Contempt to lovers. Contempt to lovers. (laughs) But also, have we considered holding you in contempt to lovers? That's Jenna's novel. <laughs> a spicy courtroom drama. <laughs> oh no. Inexplicably also involving unicorns. I oh lawyer oh, unicorns. No. Lawyer oh. corns. Oh, damn you for getting there first. <laughs> I cannot wait for Malort and Chase to fight. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's the one that I'm waiting for. Like they yeah. all like were bucking up at each other, and Ari was like, "No, we gotta go," and I was like, "No, let them fight." I'm Let's sorry, we bypassed a, an important joke, and that is that alimony exists and alicorns exist, and they're the perfect sort of synergy in a courtroom. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to derail. I what is an alic? What is an alicorn? A unicorn with it's wings. A, yeah, but I don't think it has a horn. Right? Alicorn, no horn? No, because no, that, yes, that is a yeah. Pegasus. That would just be all Pegasus. Pegasus yeah, that's just yeah, a horse Pegasus with the horns. Horns. But yeah, they do mm-hmm. have wings. Uh, I have a horse blanket on it. See, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the alicorn is, because I remember calling them a unisys for a really long time, and everyone looking at me very <laughs> confused. <laughs> Hold hands for unisys. <laughs> It was a long 
logical name. So I was like, that'll probably, that's probably what they're called. And it wasn't like I had friends. So it wasn't like anyone was going to tell me otherwise. Like, it sounds like you, I, like, they're like, oh, what's wrong with Tim? Oh, he's a Unisys. Like, it sounds like, like heartbreaking to be a Unisys. I don't know if I want to associate with you if you're a Unisys. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it's not coming back from that one. But yeah, an alicorn is a unicorn with wings. Because if it's a unicorn with no horn and wings, that's just a pegasus. Makes I sense. I want to come up with all the different variations of this. Like, I want to find out what a pegacorn Fla- is. Oh, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry for the very large snort I just did in the not. microphone. <laughs> That's not getting edited out. <laughs> also, the like the horse, the the unicorn flirting with Chase was like a oh, weird. Yeah. That didn't need to be there. That did. She's like she like tromped around and like nickered, and they were like, "Oh my!" And it's like what the, uh, in a very feminine way. Yeah, like, How do you know he's into that? Hmm. Well, you know the next part of that, right? Like, you know what comes next. Yeah, that's right? kind of why I mean, it had a weird energy that I wasn't really down for. Yeah, because then she just starts, like, squirting hormone juice all over the place. And they just edited that out a little bit, didn't they? Well, this, but that happened. That actually opens a similar question that I don't like that this came to my mind. It's a similar issue with the, like, cleaning up after the unicorns conundrum that I had a while back. Do unicorns, like, need privacy? To fuck? Oh, my God. Unicorn time? Like, is there a sense of privacy that they need? I hope so. Or or do you just, like, wander into the Celestial Valley, then 180 and walk right out of the Celestial Valley? Like, (laughs) voyeur unicorns. Wait, what? Voyeur unicorns. Voyeur corn. Voyeur corns. It's an... (laughs) Voyeur corns. (laughs) Oh, it's an entire unicorn bacchanalia. Oh, God! (laughs) Oh, no. I have brought us down a dark Uh. path. (laughs) Nope. Unicorns after dark. (laughs) I think we were already on that path. Hey, uh... Uh, Netflix, I know I've been demanding a Unicorn of Balinor series. Please do not have the same director for Game of Thrones. Direct oh, the Unicorns no. of Balinor series. Oh Just no. For me. I don't I don't want that for me. Episode one is the the Sean Bean unicorn getting beheaded by the shifted. Which is, you take like one, you take like Malort and have him just swing like his neck and his horn just like. <laughs> it's like um, Ixion in Final Fantasy X, which is a unicorn that has a big old sword as its horn. It also mm-hmm. has a very a very fuzzy butt, and that's very notable of this summon in final fantasy 10 he has the fuzziest mm-hmm. butt in the universe oh okay hold on hold on where alex and tim are like okay cool <laughs> i'm sorry you have to understand i don't consume media the fuzziest bootied 
Is is that the Google search that you're typing in? Yes. Fuzziest butt. No, I'm typing in the image for the fuzziest butt unicorn. What on earth? Yeah, that's Ixion. That is an extremely fuzzy butt. He is also the electric summon. So he electrocutes you with his horn, possibly by rubbing his little woolen feeties on a carpet and then shocking (laughs) you. Well, I've derailed us unnecessarily for an audio medium. I don't think so. I think this is exactly right. I want to know what this horn looked like when this this entity was a baby. <gasps> it and had tentacle things on it so it didn't hurt its mom. No! Oh god, no. Is that what oh happens god. with unicorns? Do they have like a sad, floppy, like, situation out of their forehead? Because I... A flaccid horn. I <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would just be like a little nub and it would like grow as time went on. Like like a little goat horn. <laughs> I hate, I hate flaccid fairy finger out of the head. Horse girls and the sword search for the flaccid horn. <laughs> oh no. Oh god, no. <laughs> Flaccid Fairy Finger is really... Flaccid Fairy Finger is my new pop punk band. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking glitter core. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you guys know the Crooked Forest in Poland? No. No, but it sounds super, like, magical, and I'm here for it. It sounds haunted as hell. it does sound haunted as hell. The trees that are in this forest have like the same exact shape as that unicorn's horn. Yes, I do know this thing. I have seen these trees in pictures, not in Poland. Okay. In pictures, not in Poland. Just... I would like to see these trees in Poland. Let's go. Let's do right it. now. End the podcast. Let's go. We, Get on the plane. fly. First, I need my pegacorn. <laughs> okay. Alexander. Sip. So, I know we haven't done this in a while, but there was a word in here that I was not familiar with. And it was cantle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means. It is a part of the saddle, and it's the part at the back of the saddle that comes up that, like, holds your butt in place when you have a tree saddle. So, cantle. A tree saddle. Yeah, a treed saddle. Saddle with a tree in it. You know. You, no, <laughs> no. Are you saying tree like T-R-E-E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a saddle with a tree in it. You have. You've ridden in one. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't remember any foliage. <laughs> so a tree is just the supporting piece that like creates the structure of the saddle. So a treeless saddle means that there is nothing fitted in there with like a solid thing. So any like bareback pad or anything that doesn't have an internal structure would be a treeless saddle. And anything with an internal structure of wood is where it started, but you can now have synthetic materials as well. That's a treed saddle. So the saddles that look like they have two levels. Is that what you mean? Probably we're talking about the same thing. (laughs) Um, But there are saddles that look like that that don't have trees. But um, yeah, so if you're looking at like a classic like English saddle, it, if it has like any literally supporting seat structure that sits on the horse's back or a Western saddle, same sort okay. of deal. Mm-hmm. And the cantle is just the raised part in the back. Yeah, it's just the raised part in the back that kind of supports where your butt goes or, and where your back goes. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm here for words. 
and stuff. Perfect. Uh, Finn is a delightful character. I am excited for mm-hmm. him to have like more importance because I like I like that his trait is just he unexpectedly appears behind people and then says things. I just and then <laughs> completely does not recognize social cues. I I love him. I love him so. Yeah, I, yeah. I think most of us identify with him so yeah. hard. She, she was like, you know, you could go away now. And he's like, yeah. And then just I could. Yeah, there. I just, yeah. I love him. Uh, and I just, I don't know. It, there being a third, like, kid in this brings a lot of, like, symmetry to me in a way that I didn't realize was missing until, like, they introduced him. Also, a third kid who's not from regular Earth. Or doesn't think they're from regular... Because that's how we got introduced to Ari. Yeah. Was her thinking she was an Earth person, even though she was a Balinor person? Yeah, she was so getting sort like of isekai'd. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. It, it's a genre of anime where it's like... Usually it's in your second life after you've died, but you show up in another world and must adapt therein. Like Fushigi Yugi. Uh, hard recommend. Uh, my next life is a villainous. All roads lead to doom. Are you saying you're going to come back That's as a villain? That's the title of the anime, because we oh. have reached the okay. era <laughs> yeah. of anime and manga, where all of the titles are sentences. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you were going to say this is the title of my mixtape and double down. That, that would have been delightful yeah. and much funnier. But no, uh, I just need everyone to know that we are in the anime era, era where everything is a sentence. And I hate like it. Panic at the Disco. I, I was... I was honestly thinking that Alex was just telling us about her second life, which was as a villainous. So like she's funny on like eight story. Or nine now. <laughs> if yeah. my next life was that I got to be the main character of my next life as a villainous, all roads lead to doom. I'd be okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> that series is no thoughts, just vibes, and I am. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Either that or Sleepy okay. Princess in the Demon Castle. I'm also there for that. Now, see, that just sounds like fun. It's it's an anime about a princess who has been kidnapped, and all she cares about is improving the quality of her sleep. I relate. I was about to say, that's me. This is my favorite character. Yes, she'll, she'll like, there will be, like, sheet ghost demons that she will attack with a pair of scissors to make a, like, supreme <laughs> pair of sheets. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Anonymous Alex, what do you have for Unicorn News? Can I bring up one more book thing and then swerve into... into... Absolutely. Okay, thank you. I appreciate this. Um, can we all take a moment to like just think about the hard swerve that Mary Stanton took, where she was like, hey, the first trial, trial by fire, this is eight chapters long. It's going to include a lot of horse jumping. I'm going to talk a lot about it. The second trial, it's mermaids. It's two pages. No one gives a shit. You know why, right? Because no, no horses underwater. There's no horses. She needed yeah. another thing, but she it had no horses, mm. so she wasn't yeah. interested. She's yep. an author. She could have made it with horses. I was like, we just went through a lot. Uh, for that first challenge, and there's not a lot of pages left here, so... There could have been Kelpies. She could have given us Kelpies. Kelpies. There could have been seahorse unicorns. Seahorse unicorns. As soon as they said tailblades, I was like, <laughs> oh. and oh. lights. 
Yeah, and a light. And also, whatever. I feel like Kelby's would be a little distressing because, well, she doesn't exactly follow a singular mythology. It's very clear that she's done some folklore research. I don't know yeah. that I how I feel about the idea of introducing Kelpies, a creature who's known for taking their riders and drowning them for funsies. <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I like it. That's how the series... You know what? They're going to introduce Kelpies in the next book, and that's when the series ends. It ends with Ari- Ariana being held underwater and everything going dark. Yes. I'm okay with that. Yep. Actually, Lori takes over. And then Lori as, gets killed by as... a knuckle of E. So. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh my Toby. god, you need to be here for a Halloween horse quiz. I will be so, I know so many weird horse monsters. <laughs> <laughs> also, I guarantee you there's someone who's like really into that kind of folklore who's going to be like, why did Alex say that name out loud? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, that's your Batman moment with Jenna. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say Nuggleavy? <laughs> okay, unicorn news. Unicorn news. Okay, it's it's just horse news. I'm sorry. Oh, um, okay. oh, I know. One day. One day. One day. So I have two pieces of good news. One is specifically for Tim, but here's the the first one, and I'm saying this one because I was there, and it's so cool. So for the first time in 15 years, a U.S. rider has won. Land Rover Kentucky, which is what it's, what it's called now. In the first time in 18 years, a female U.S. rider has won Land Rover Kentucky. So oh, uh, Tammy Smith on My Bomb, which everybody says My Bomb. Haha, very funny. Yes, I know. Uh, they, they won Land Rover three day. And I got to see her amazing jump around and she was fucking amazing. Honestly, they all were that day. There was like very few rails down in jumpers, which is amazing after a whole three day event at five star level. It was so cool. So I'm just kind of talking. It's It was exciting to watch. I was very excited about it. I wanted you guys to know. Yeah, and awesome. Tim, are you yes. ready? Are you sitting yes. down? I am. Guess who's coming back into competition after having her baby? Oh, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte coming Dujardin back? coming back into competition. She announced it oh, today. Or yesterday uh, time zone. so excited. Yeah. So Charlotte Dujardin is going to be back, guys. Uh, I can't wait. This is a good news. Hell yeah. Good horse news. Yay, Yay. good horse news. <laughs> Not sad horse news. I Nope. <laughs> it's my goal now that when we have a guest, it has to be good news. <laughs> because I say too many depressing things. <laughs> oh, man. This is normally the part of the show where Jenna takes over and does her horse quiz. Horse quiz. But because comments were made last episode, I'm doing it this time. And we're not doing it about horses, we're doing it about gnomes. Uh, so. This is my hell. What is the name of the gnome that was speared on Sun Chaser's horn like a shish kebab? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Perfect final answer. I think... If that wasn't his name, it is now. That was Noam Chomsky. Oh, nope, that's it. That's what it is now. <laughs> I'm actually legitimately surprised anyone thought that was funny. <laughs> it's kind of a dated joke. Gnome number one. This is so weird. Yeah, this is, this is odd. 
Look, I'm here for it. I have way better chances if we're talking about gnomes. I have no chance. <laughs> My chances no of chance. victory have increased exponentially. The silver rose okay. will be mine. There we go. Okay, so gnome number one is the title character of a Spanish animated television series. David the Gnome. Based- God, Okay. I had to get that one out of the way because I That's thought it would be f- the most... That was yeah. one of my favorite shows as a kid. I also thought it would be the most obvious gnome, so we had to make that number one. Do you, do you two remember Day I have the gnome? no idea what we're no. talking about. The fact that Jenna whipped <laughs> oh, that out okay. so fast oh, yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I am yeah, less yeah. confident in my victory now. <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> I'm glad I got points. <laughs> Okay, gnome number two uh, is from a film that premiered February eleventh, two thousand eleven. Gnomeo. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> oh I, God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to the James McAvoy stuff. Yes, Gnomeo from Gnomeo <laughs> and Juliet. Uh, it's either going to be one of those. Just I had to pick. I had to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I know my inner enemy. Gnome, your enemy. <laughs> I know know my enemy. (laughs) So, I don't, I don't, like, I, like, there's a newfound respect for Jenna running this quiz, because this is going to take about six seconds. Okay. (laughs) So excited. All right, gnome number three is the owner of a health clinic. Hmm. I feel like this is going to be like a Napoleon Dynamite skit or something. (laughs) We find out that it's just Tim's D&D character, and he wanted to know how much we were paying attention when he was describing it. Noam Chomsky? Harold. This gnome is shown at his clinic taking care of Opal Coboy, his celebrity patient, who is in a self-induced coma. Jackie Daytona. (laughs) Not inclined to release Coboy. Because she funds the hospital as long as she is in his care. Fudge. <sighs> Keebler? <laughs> like, what are we... <sighs> oh no. Geronimo. Geronanome. G- G- That's pretty good. Geronanome? Yeah, Geronanome. I kind of like that one. PhD, MD, PTSD for Jenna. <laughs> Currently experiencing. It's not PTSD, it's just PTSD. Yeah. (laughs) Even this glamour shot of Jenna didn't get it fast enough. Even drinking a soda, it was a glamour shot. Absolutely not. It was like a commercial. I I would see that on the side of a bus. (laughs) Unlike most gnomes, he is very thin. Perhaps his most visible traits are his paranoid and fidgety behavior. Who's the fucking dentist elf from that claymation Christmas movie? Dentist? That's, you're, talking that's about, you're talking about the elf from Rudolph. Yes. That's my guess. I just remember him as wimpy dentist elf. There you go. God dang it. This is going to kill me. Does, this, does any of that even sound None of this is even remotely... I mean, Oh, like yes, I yes, I know what it's from. Do you? Uh, yeah, it's from Artemis Fowl. Uh, 
he is okay. So a book I've never given. Read. He is oh, given no. a nickname by his so two good. best. I'm sorry. He is given a nickname by his two best pixie custodians, the Brill Brothers, uh, which he hates. I've got it. It's the gnome from Artemis Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> A winner is me. <laughs> don't remember the name, do you? Seamus Guinea Hen. Oh, I don't. Listen, you're making like jokes, but there are names like that in this book. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, um, I believe that based on this name. Uh, Laurent P. Fowl. Hootie Blowfish. <laughs> God, that's another Related good to game the name. main character of the book, Artemis. The gnome, Who, not a gnome, a young Hootie boy. Blowfish is so good. <laughs> that is so good. Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. I have one that might give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. If you want that before we go to Google. Yes. Okay. His name is a pun on verbal jargon. Herbal pardon. Gerbil hard one. <laughs> you never mind. Yeah, leave that <laughs> one alone. <laughs> Not touching that. I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, dang Burger it! Burger heaven. Shrimp. Yes. <laughs> Shrimp. <laughs> heaven. <Now. laughs> Wait, is that it? Okay, did Jenna freeze again? Is she did in another glamour shot. <laughs> it's a know, slightly, it's di- I'll print slightly this. disappointing glamour it. shot. This is going in the Discord. She's like, "Come on, y'all can do better." Every time <laughs> Jenna freezes, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just, it is it's what gorgeous. It's what it I'm is. saying. We'll have her disappointment in us immortalized for all time. Okay, are we gonna have to go? Yeah, to I. Bro, I don't even know what to Google. Uh, okay. Artemis Fowl okay. Gnome. Okay, uh, do, do I need to count it off? You ready? I, I'm not ready. Is Jenna ready? Are you ready? I'm not. I don't know what happened to Jenna. I don't know where Jenna so is. So we're just abandoning it's her? It's like super frozen. Can you even oh, okay. hear me? Yeah, I can, I can now. Hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh my god! It is ugh, fucking. It's what you guys were saying. It's it's very close to it, that. I, I have yes. it. I found it. Did you Google? Oh, wait, was I not supposed? Did I did I go to? Yeah, you. Just, you just oh no. Googled. Yeah. Okay, so now do we all Google it and then just see who says it fastest? Yes. Okay, hang on. I'm sorry. Okay, Don't when when the need okay, to when you know give us the one, so two, three. strong. When whenever Alex trash talks herself, it's you can't tell if she's trash talking herself or Alpha <laughs> Alex. So now I, I don't know how to feel about it. Okay, I'm gonna count to three. I haven't even found it yet. <laughs> okay, I'm still gonna count to three. Okay, <gasps> rude. All right, <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. One, two. Three. Holly Shore. Dr. Gerbil Organ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you say Polly Shore? No, Holly Shore. Holly Shore. No, she said Holly Shore. Holly Shore. She's, yeah, she's the I captain of the Leprechaun. I thought she said Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore. That's not who. That's not who. That's not who. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. I said Polly Shore. <laughs> okay. 
really short. Absolutely. Yes, you were right. It's Gerbil <sighs> Bargain. Dr. Gerbil. Gerbil Bargain. See, now that's just like an aggressive Courage the Cowardly Dog reference where it's Doc Gerbil's world. Is, was this a reference that only Alex got? <laughs> no. Okay. Because there was just like such a pause that I was like, oh no, did I just, did I have a stroke? Like, did I... Did I did I fever dream that episode? Because I guarantee you there are episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog that didn't happen and I just hallucinated. <laughs> I feel like that's similar to oh I've lost the name halfway through saying this sentence. Oh god. Oh no. You know the wallaby that works in accounting or whatever. Rocco. Thank you. And Rocco's modern life. Fun fact, yes. uh, there was a sequel comic that came out. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it highly read. sexual? It was very adult. What? Um, it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like a a pair a porno parody or anything, but it was a lot of the jokes in the original Maka, Rocco's Modern Life were not for kids. Like, I mean, a lot of jokes in '90s cartoons weren't, but like no. mm-hmm. Rocco's Modern Life, like. I don't know that there were a lot of children that super enjoyed that series because none of the jokes were for them. Oh, come on. I fucking loved that. This Jokey is not me saying it wasn't was like this is not me saying it wasn't enjoyable. It's just none of the jokes were for kids. None of them. There was no. not a single no, God, joke no. in there that was for a kid. I don't know how they got it past the censors, honestly. Like it it should have been like an adult swim show. Like Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is not me saying it wasn't enjoyable, but, like, every time there was an adult joke on a show when I was a kid, I just thought that it was, like, a joke I didn't, like, I didn't find funny. Like, there was an episode Mm -hmm. of Cow and Chicken where there were a bunch of bikers and they would uh, break into people's houses and eat their carpets. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting here, like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't get it. Why are they eating the garbage? Like, I was literally just sitting here like, this is specific, so it's gotta be a joke, but I don't, I don't understand, because again, I had no friends, so I didn't have the bad influence friends who, like, would explain those jokes to me. <laughs> well, now you have us. <laughs> I live in a world where Alex says that, like, on a daily basis. Just like, this is specific, so it's probably a joke. <laughs> That's how she responds in conversation to things. Honestly, yes. <laughs> that response would make me feel so much better about every joke that doesn't land. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, is mm-hmm. you guys only ever see me. You guys have never seen me outside of like when it's more than two people at a time. So every time I'm lost and confused, I can just be quiet and let the other people talk until we move on to a thing I understand. Then I come back. That was my favorite part of Hot Pot, honestly, was the two of us just sitting there being quiet together. And we're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, now we can jump back yeah, in. Okay, now it's our time. My favorite part was Tim asking questions. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> no. My favorite part, like, hands down, was when... uh. I made a comment about Alex's running of currency in or running of economic systems in D and D, and she just stared at me for a while and then said something very nice. <laughs> <to me. laughs> 
<laughs> it was so good. I don't even remember what I said. I just remember blacking out and being mad. And then I came to and everyone was laughing. So I was like, okay, this 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 makes sense. It doesn't look like I've ruined friendships. So let's This was fine. I shall continue eating my shrimp balls. Blacking out with being mad is so great. <laughs> look. I wow, have never once rage. in my life claimed to be good at anything involving numbers. <laughs> the day that the economic <laughs> system and QPR makes any sense is the day I have hired someone <laughs> to explain economics to me. <laughs> I love that the only thing standing between you and complete understanding of the economic system is hiring a singular person. <laughs> I have thought in my life that if I ever really made it like financially, I would hire someone whose whole job was to just stand next to me at all times and gently touch me on the shoulder when I need to stop talking (laughs) and to gently explain things to me that I don't understand. Oh, no. Why is that like the most perfect job for someone to have ever? And how do I hire one? But seriously, like somebody who just like gently leans over after I finished an interaction with someone and they just gently say, it looks like they were stressed. I don't think they were mad at you about anything. (laughs) If you remember, they said that their grandmother is in the hospital. So them looking upset has very little to do with anything you said. Like, I just, I just want that. I just want that. I just want to hire someone to do that job. Yes. You, You know what would happen though? I would hire someone and it would be Alpha Alex. And so it would basically just be both of us getting nowhere in terms of these social interactions. It'd both be just me and Jim mad at me. I don't know. (laughs) Dude, I think that person is super pissed off at you. I think they are too. Yeah, this is this is why we're not allowed to live in the same state altogether. Because just the pure panic we would work ourselves into at any social interaction. Like if someone does not leave a social interaction floating away from us like a cartoon character smelling pie, we have failed the social interaction. Oh my god. Restart from the last checkpoint. You know, I didn't realize how very neurodivergent I was until I explained to my mom how I feel like all of life and interacting with people is like playing an Otome game. And like, there's the correct dialogue option for the good ending, the the neutral dialogue <laughs> option for the okay ending, and then the bad dialogue option for the bad ending. And every single moment of your life is picking what ending you're gonna get. And my mom's like, that sounds really stressful. And I'm like, yeah! Yeah! It is! And she's like, Alex, I don't think most people think like that. And I'm like, oh no. I have have outed myself in a way I didn't need to. And now I've done it on the podcast! So that's great! Why is my brain run by a 13-year-old kid that only wants to see the bad in me all the time? (laughs) Someone's doing a doom run of the Otome that is your life. Look, if you want to get all the CGs, you've got to get some of the Doom endings. That's that's the the wisest words that anybody has ever said to anybody. <laughs> Should be on a t-shirt. 
I'm going to have that printed and hung on my wall. <laughs> I'll have it cross-stitched. <laughs> like, I know a guy. <laughs> Get it crocheted onto a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anonymous Alex. Tell me about Molly. Tell you about Molly? Yeah. I bought her a sweater this weekend, and then we did a bit where her mom took free straws, and I said, when you go home, you say you brought her something back, and you just give her a straw, and you do that until you run out of all the free straws that we stole from Rolex. And that's the thing about Molly that I had to tell you this week. That wasn't what I was going for. Sorry. She's also an amazing barrel racer, and we have used the funds that you have so graciously given us to support her dreams of becoming a good barrel racer with her horse, who is named Kit Kat, who is related to Pepto Boonsmole, who is on my shelf right back there. That's right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Molly is awesome. She is she is great, and she is gearing up for the barrel racing season. She's already had one run, and it's the best video ever because her dad made vroom sounds the whole run. She was doing so the only video she has of her running. <laughs> oh my god, that's very cute. That's lovely. It is adorable. Oh, that's so good. So so thank you to all of our patrons for making that particular dream come true. For all of us. <laughs> I wish that could be a reward tier is vroom vroom noise videos. I can ask Josh. He said he yeah. thinks he could do a horse podcast when he's, <laughs> when we were talking about trading jobs. He's like, I don't think doing a horse podcast would be very hard, Alex. And I said, Josh, I have a real job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's so good love him do you know how we support molly and her vroom vroom dreams that's right through horses in the barn so let me vroom, tell vroom you a little dreams. bit about them <laughs> first of all we're supporting her with moose john mcgraw big thick martingale and beta ray philly but then also nate is supporting her with hot lava spaghettios philip d keating stevie lake's boyfriend with iron meriden Anonymous Steve with Dale Donuts the Third, Matt Almond with Dime Bag, Songheart with Silver Flame, and Ronnie from Scott. Yeah, I just like how that was delivered in the uh, power thirst voice. <laughs> and can go. we get? Can we get a photo of Scott? <laughs> Holding a Malort bottle as though it was his unicorn horn, so he could be ma- like a Malort Oh my god. Malorticorn. I feel like he is a Malorticorn. Malorticorn. I think he no. is a Malorticorn. Malorticorn. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. In book five, you are introduced to the neckbeard unicorn. Malorticorn. Malorticorn. No. Oh, no. You made it like- terrible. Egg, Aryan Sun Chaser until they befriend him through guilt. Like what happened? I think I killed him. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna greet everybody. Malonicorn. <laughs> Dragon Cut's gonna come and we're all gonna be doing all this weird nonsense and everyone's gonna be like I know Not it's again. Dragon Con, but like what? We're gonna have the nerdiest secret code uh, imaginable. Dude, but what if we did all get, like, tiny fedoras and walk around to all the dudes going, Malorty, Malorty, Malorty. Malorty. I have sombreros. Tiny sombreros. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like that. If that helps. That doesn't have the same, the same kind of energy. 
I also, I have to wonder how tiny are the tiny sombreros. Hang on. <laughs> are these like hamster Oh, she's t- looking in a drawer. Hamster yeah, this is not. This. My They're God. Cute. Here's a picture of my horse wearing one. <laughs> oh, no, I love him. Wait, is that a sticker? It's a magnet. Oh, that's lovely. I stick them on people's trailers and fridges. This brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that Malordicorn tried to end Sun Chaser. Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's favorite search engine to search for one thing. That is Horse Girls merch. That's right. You want to join our barn you want to be a metal horse owner? You want to help Molly make more Vroom Vroom videos? You can do that. Go to singlethoughtconnection.com or horsegirls.club. And we also offer you a plethora of other things like content and shit. But mostly it's horses in the barn. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. Alpha Alex, where can I find you? If you are interested in more of my nonsense, you can find me at the Quid Pro Roll podcast, which was an actual play podcast about dragons before my players happened. You can also find me at Alpha Comics and Games, uh, but that's like a real life thing where you can physically find me, uh, which is a comic book shop in Richmond, Virginia, and the shops at Willow Lawn. I don't know why that gets me so much. You can physically find me there. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I didn't phrase it that way because it sounds almost like a, if you're trying to assassinate me for whatever reason. If you want to throw hands, we will. <laughs> I did just say it will square up any time under any circumstance. <laughs> sure you did. Somebody who's a big fan of the show just shows up and just does like a flying dragon kick into my store. <laughs> And of course, like the only way that plays out is with Alpha Alex swatting them out of the air and telling them that they don't want the smoke. <laughs> While in a power stance. While in a power stance. <laughs> I punch Cthulhu. You don't think I'll punch you? <laughs> <laughs> You're not even great. You're just old. <laughs> You're just one. I just- I punched Cthulhu and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm the first person that had that reaction, all right? No. No. All right. If you are betwitched by Jenna, and honestly, who isn't, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. Put that second L into Google, then come talk to me about it. If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And guess what? We're going back now. That's right. Everything's out of order. It's Wacky Wednesday. Uh, if you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. If you like D&D, check out The Botch Podcast and Dungeons and Dragon Beams and Late Starters. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, it is. Thank you. It's great. It was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. We're going to have to reboot Alpha Alex. Should I be afraid? Uh Uh-huh. You're turning into a robot. No. That's not ideal. And I've been lost. I'm still recording. Still keeping it fresh, keeping it spicy.